Hey, small business owners, thanks for tuning in. This is The Big Small Expert, a show for independent retailers that gives you tips and tricks on how to make your business stand out in a sea of big box stores. I'm your host, The Big Small Expert, Melissa Palermo. I opened my first retail store almost 20 years ago, and my passion for small business has continued to grow ever since. In today's episode, we're going to take a closer look at email marketing. I've got some tricks on how to get people opening your emails and keep them coming back for more and more. Uh, For more small business tips and tricks, follow The Big Small Expert on Instagram and Facebook at The Big Small Expert and check the show notes for other ways that we can connect. All right, so let's get the party started. We are talking about email marketing. Email marketing is so easy to do and it makes such an an impact, but not everybody does it. Sometimes people don't really know where to get started. They don't know what to do once they are started or they just sort of let it dwindle away. So let me tell you, email marketing is really like a bank account. Basically what you do, any information that you give to your readers, tips, reviews, anything extra that can enrich their lives is basically a deposit into the bank account of loyalty with your customer. And then any selling things that you put in your emails, any, you know, sales, events, um, products, that type of thing, that's a withdrawal. So you all, just like with any bank account, you want to have more deposits than withdrawals. So in order to keep readers coming back for more and more, you need to keep giving them something, something to read, something to learn about, something to know. And it doesn't always have to be about whatever it is you sell. I use this example, um, and this is a a very personal example that I've used in my business. Um, So let's say, this is a good one, let's say you have a restaurant, okay, and you want to email your customers every single week. That's reasonable, okay? Now, how many things can you write about weekly, week after week, 52 weeks a year, over and over, year after year, that has to do with your restaurant, your menu, your food, food alone. It's a lot. So in order to um, give you something to write about, I recommend that you think about your target market. And we talked about that in episode one of season one, was finding your target market. So what topics are your target market interested in? Let's say this particular restaurant has a target market that tends to be retirees, okay? So chances are they are interested in nostalgia. They are interested in history. They are interested in the way things used to be. So every single week while you in that email are going to write about something having to do with your restaurant, whether it's a sale, a coupon, an event, menus, saying, hey, we have to-go orders, hey, we're featuring this this week, whatever. You also are going to write about something that really stands out to your target market. Maybe it's about, I don't know, something that they would have known in their teen years. Soda jerks, for example. 
Um, maybe it's about the history of something that they love, like the Wheel of Fortune or game shows or Scrabble or whatever it is. It has nothing to do with food. It has nothing to do with what they sell. However, it does have something to do with why the readers and subscribers of those emails are going to actually sit down and read them. That's the goal. We want them to read the emails. So keeping that in mind, um, having a good subject line is really important. So you've got your content down. You want to write about something that has to do with a something that your target market likes. And then you're going to dabble in and throw in a few little extra bits um, about your business, sales, products, things like that, little salesy things. So subject lines, I always recommend keeping it short. There's only uh, so many characters that can be viewed in a preview. Um, When somebody brings up an email and looks at the subject line, it will get cut off. So keep it short because it's a split second that people are looking through their email boxes and going, you know, and deciding whether they want to read it, they want to put it in junk, they want to delete it already, whatever. So keep it short. The other thing that has worked really well, in my personal opinion, uh, is using song lyrics. So let's say there's a catchy phrase. Um, I don't know. It could be, let's say it's, oh, beautiful. Well, that's a song lyric for, oh, beautiful, for spacious guys, um, America the Beautiful. That will catch a person's attention. It could be a song lyric that's something more contemporary, like, Hi, I'm the problem. If you are a Taylor Swift fan, if your target market is more contemporary, they're going to recognize that. And they're going to, it's going to get caught in their brain. They're going to sing the song and they're going to feel something, most likely good. And that will cause them to open the email and at least take a peek at it. That's huge. Having a good open rate is huge. Um, Limit your punctuation and capitalization when you do a subject, the more capitals you have and more punctuation, let's say you do sale, capital S-A-L-E, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. The more you have of that, the more likely that a spam filter is going to filter that email out of their, their inbox and throw it into the spam folder. So you don't, you don't want to be flagged as spam. It will happen. It will happen. There's not much you can do about it, um, but certainly you don't want to increase those chances. So subject line, keep it short. Try using a saying, a catchy lyric, something like that. Limit your punctuation and your capitalization. Um, But don't worry. There are going to be people who are going to unsubscribe from your emails. And I know when you first start an email campaign and you start doing email marketing, it's almost like a personal attack. Like how could these seven people not want to read my emails and be like, nope, unsubscribe. Like it hurts. I poured my heart, soul, and guts into creating this email campaign for them. And they don't want to have anything to do with it. It's actually okay. It's actually a good thing. Don't be afraid when people unsubscribe because they're not your people. 
They're not the people who are interested in being a customer necessarily. They're not the people who want to interact, who really have much care in what you're saying. It's okay. Let them go. Particularly because if you use an email service, say like Constant Contact, um, you are charged based on the number of email addresses that you have in your database that you then email to. So you have four less who don't want to hear from you. Thanks for hitting on subscribe. It saves me just a little bit of money, possibly. Um, so that's that, it's okay. It is okay, and I know it's upsetting, but you got to just roll with it. Um, the other thing is... Even if you're not really thinking about doing email marketing yet, collect email addresses from your customers if you can. Whether it's just a little voluntary thing where they write down on a piece of paper at your cash wrap, or whether it's, hey, we have this loyalty program, I just need your email address and I can get you signed up. Fine. It could be anything. Or, hey, would you like to know a little bit more about us? Would you like to stay in the know when it comes to this business? Can I get your email address? Type it into the computer. Be done with it. Either way, collect those email addresses. Those are gold. They really are, especially organic email addresses. Um, You don't want to buy lists. I know there are people out there who do buy lists. Um, It's not worth it. It's also not advised either. So, Get your email addresses from the people who have actually walked into your business or who you have had some interaction with, whether it's through social media, through your website, um, somewhere online. It's fine. That's where you want to get those addresses. And even if you, you're thinking, you know, I'm not going to, I just don't have time for email marketing. I'm not going to do it yet. It's okay. Or I'm never going to do email marketing doesn't matter. Get the email addresses. Because if you change your mind, then you've already got the biggest thing that you need, and that's a database. It's huge. It's huge. So get the email addresses. Um, If you have any questions on anything we talk about in any of these podcasts, say this one, um, if you have a question about email marketing, feel free to reach out to me. Um, you can look in the show notes on how to get a hold of me. I would love to answer your questions. It's free. I will, I'm more than happy to do it. I actually do not charge for any of my services, anything like that. I literally just want to get this information out to the people who I know are bogged down, um, by running their business. It's a lot. It really is. Trust me. I get it. And then to have a life on top of it, family, other responsibilities, it's a lot. Um, So please feel free to reach out. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. This has been The Big Small Expert, and I will catch you again on our next episode.